Welcome to Room Escape Divas. Joining us today, we have Leader from E4G. Yay! Woo! Hello! Yeah. And I'm Ruby. I'm Mike. And I'm Leader, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have to force her to call herself Leader. I mean, <laughs> I Errol know. and Manpans aren't here today. Yes, because they are busy with other things. Yeah, Errol's busy with his puzzle hunt which he's been busy for like a month and a half no two months now yeah and, and he ma- claims i'm missing all the time hmm. <laughs> yeah he does say that all the time <laughs> ruby's not here she's doing school stuff yeah. i don't know <laughs> same goes for him and man pants i don't i don't know what she's doing oh she's, she's probably helping him uh she said something about Tax season. Oh, already? Tax season. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Companies and people, personal taxes and oh. stuff like that. That's oh. not fun. No. Nope. Soon enough, we're all going to be doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, before we started today, we were kind of talking about what the heck did we do before we started escape rooms? Because, yeah, I mean, Ruby and I, we've been at it for. At least almost four years now. I was just thinking about it. Like, we started back in like March of, I guess I'd make it 2014. Yeah. Hmm. Four years. That's a long time. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of those things. One of those things I wish I knew before starting. You're going to spend a lot of money doing these things. So you should put some money aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone was asking on Slack, right? How much have have you spent on, on escape rooms? Like, <laughs> right. I, I don't want to tell calculate you. that because <laughs> I might hate myself after I see that amount. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We haven't been to the movie theaters in like a year, I think. So we might have gone to movies more before. Yeah, all that's gone into escape room playing money. <laughs> but how about you, leader? What, have, what were you doing before escape rooms? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Movies, I think, I haven't been to movies in a long time period. Okay. Well, since having kids. Right, mm. right, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's a huge luxury to take a few hours out of your day. Yeah. Um, And any other movie that I've watched since then has been a Disney movie, probably. <laughs> <laughs> kids, right. <laughs> so, um, let's see, probably, I think, Board games were my thing. Mm. Well, they still are. Um. <laughs> I don't think that's ever stopped. <laughs> yeah. If you ever get a chance to see her collection, her collection probably rivals Scott Nicholson. And Scott Nicholson, like, basically overflowed his board games to his lab. So mm-hmm. he's he's best. So, yeah, that's just saying that Leader has a crazy amount of board games. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to pawn some off right now. <laughs> I need to make space. For new ones. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because uh, yeah, there's always uh, uh, there's always always new board games that I want to get. It's it's horrible. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. I follow someone on on um, actually I follow two people on Instagram that play a lot of board games, and they're like, oh, this board game is fantastic. I'm like, oh look, that is fantastic, <laughs> and then I want to get it. Yeah, so not good, not good. So the board games did scale back a bit though. Since hmm. getting um, getting into escape rooms. Okay. Yes. But. So your board game provider was probably like, how come there's a dip in sales? There's oh. A lull. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, board games is another thing that will suck a lot of your time, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. for so sure. It's like, uh, we used to, well, actually, I still did this post-kids, but we'd have like board game marathon days. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So right. start at like 10 in the morning, <laughs> play to like 1 or 2 a.m. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. It's That's like a long day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you'd, we'd order food that would take, you know, anything that can be done quickly. <laughs> right doesn't interrupt that's right oh right. man minimal time right oh mm-hmm. let's order pizza okay play right until the pizza arrives <laughs> stuff it down and then jump right back into the the board games I mean, wow there's a lot of parallels with that with i mean i used to do a lot of land uh games where a bunch of us would bring our laptops or computers and we'd all play for like an entire day and all night and yeah we'd be stuffing food in our faces in between the games but yeah thinking also with escape rooms whenever we were binging it was pretty much the same thing yeah when we do our trips because when you go away you only have a limited amount of time so you can't really have the luxury of oh maybe i'll play that you know next week or another day you have to put them all together in like the two or three days that you have in the weekend. So in between, we actually have to like eat and take naps too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so jealous. (laughs) I would love to do a Nesky cream binge. Yeah. How many have you done in a day or what's the most you've done? Um, probably I think two or three, Mm -hmm. maybe that was when um, my friend was visiting from Hong Kong. Oh, right. Right. right, So he was only here for a week. So he had limited time. (laughs) Yeah. Like his his main purpose was come to come here to play escape rooms. Mm -hmm. So it was just like I I packed as many as I could into his week. So (laughs) nice. Yeah. Yeah. I remember looking at that week. I'm like, if. I were that friend, I'd be just so thankful because <laughs> you, you you basically scheduled his sleeping time because you had so many activities to do, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And it wasn't just escape rooms that you guys did, right? Yeah, we I took him to Wonderland. Yeah. Um, took him to do the Edge Walk at CN mm-hmm. Tower. Right, right. Um, his main thing was to come to do Terminus, though. So Yay! that was that was the draw. <laughs> that was the main draw. <laughs> Um, and then where else did we go? Went to like wineries and yeah, just fun stuff. Attractions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after that whole weekend, did he say what his favorite part was? Um, no, no. I think, well, it, there are different things that he enjoyed. Like mm-hmm. Casa Loma, he, he really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily the games themselves, but just the environment. Like mm-hmm. he, you would never get anything like that um, in Hong Kong. Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like being able to play escape room in, yeah. in a castle. In a castle. Yeah, whatever. a real castle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So that, yeah, he really enjoyed that. That's cool. Um, and then... Yeah, Wonderland was was fun because <laughs> yeah, the the rides in Hong Kong are a little less scary. Yeah, yeah. a oh. little less thrilled. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, they don't have like the scariest things. Those are like Japan and like the states. I think have the yeah. The roller rides. coasters are a little, you know, less fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and they don't less, have as much space. They're not as high. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So so was, well he he's gone off on his own and and did all these crazy escape rooms in china oh. so yeah that's that's insane i i hear the stories that he tells mm. and it's it's pretty it's pretty uh how do i how, how shall i say it it sounds like there's no budget <laughs> <laughs> no limit to anything no rules yeah. anything goes yeah yeah 
Yeah, you were telling me something. Uh, there was one with like more than eight actors or something in it. So what? it was a three-hour room. Okay. <laughs> um, and that, that's a binge in itself. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so it was a three-hour room, and he's saying the story is like you start off as a graduate from police school. Sorry, mm. I don't even know the correct term. <laughs> so you, you you're a graduate, and then you progress through the ranks. Oh, okay. Um, But to progress, you have to, like, you know, um, see how to get along with the the higher ups, as in, like, bribing. (laughs) Bribing. (laughs) Things like that. It it was like there was a whole story to it. Um, And he said there were five players. He had a team of five. Mm -hmm. And there were 18 actors. Wow. 18. So, Labor is cheap in China, I guess. It, uh, it was just incredible. He was saying because there were like, um, there were, you know, the FBI. Mm. There mm. were the drug dealers that he had to deal with in the story. <laughs> um, and then and then he's, as he was saying, it was, it was like the immersion was incredible. Mm-hmm. As you progress through the ranks, he was saying you would see the people would treat you differently. Like mm. when you're just oh. a graduate, they treat you like oh, crap. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then as you as you advance and and become goes, more senior, yeah. yeah, every like they respect you more and wow. the, the actors were incredible. That's amazing. That's like playing out in your own movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But even most movies aren't 3 hours long. <laughs> That's true. Well, in most movies you're not doing anything. You're sitting there watching, right? So and, and there's um, the magic of TV. Mm. <laughs> I think he said there was one part, um, it, like they were behind a closed door, but you you peeked in and they there was a real explosion that happened because that was part of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so it was an actual something like exploding. blowing up. That's yeah. Wow. Insane. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like that. that I'm listening to this story and I'm like, I'm just thinking money, money. That's a lot yeah. of money. <laughs> but how much was it that he had to pay to play? Oh. Um, I don't know. Okay, hmm. but he. I wonder. He, yeah, it wasn't outrageous. Like, okay. yeah, still reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he said they get a lot of traffic. Well, because there's a huge population there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah. there's enough people coming through to fund it. Apparently, so I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm just thinking, 18 staff or 18 people in one game. That's like the entire staff of Secret City Adventures, like at yeah. Casaloma alone. Yeah, like, like including people in the back, including yeah, like registration, people, like yeah. everyone. Yeah, wow, that's pretty crazy. Wow. Actually, that that Black Creek game had quite a few people. Yes, the Black Creek game that's had true. a lot of people. Yes, but yeah, I think but, but they, they were... had a lot more like players at one time. Yes. You're allowed. Yes. To, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's so there's true. there's more going on. Your income's more per game, right? That's true. And they did. Yeah, it was a. Uh, they did charge more. Than there yes. Go. Yeah. It was more expensive than regular games, I think. Yeah, I mean, in general, they're all their games are. I was, um, I was giving a recommendation to somebody, and they were like, "Oh, Mike, I, I know you know escape rooms. I want to take a group of beginners. We're a bunch of first timers, and we want to go do some rooms." And I'm thinking, first timers. What are good rooms for first timers? And so long like ago. the thing is, <laughs> her other requirements were that. She has teenage son and going out with her, uh, his teenage friends and their the the parents as well, and so it couldn't be anything gory. It needed to be something very PG, PG <laughs> but still cool. So I'm like, oh, oh, oh I, boy, that's I, hard. Yeah, I was like, I guess you could 
go to Casa Loma and do like the Tower or Station M, but it's yeah, it, it's kind of a toss up because it's not really for first timers. Like I don't think first timers will be able to escape, but yep. they may still enjoy it. Yes. yes, because of the in-game actors will probably help guide you through. Yeah, and then I was like, oh wait, but do you have a budget? Because yeah, that's the they other are thing. pricey. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yep. But it's one of those things that if you're visiting Toronto, especially like Casaloma is one of the hard ones not to recommend mm-hmm. because it's just like you said with your friend, it's it's one of those things most people probably won't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, I wonder if. In Japan, they do any of the escapes in any of the castles because there's so many castles in each city, right? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Something to look into. (laughs) (laughs) Although what I've heard about a lot of the rooms in Japan is that it's not um, English friendly. No. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't expect them to be. That's true. Mm -hmm. Which is really sad. It is. Yes. <laughs> it was kind of the case when we went to Taiwan too. Like That's true. I kind of tried to Google if there were any kind of English friendly games, but the ones I heard that were good were obviously non well, not geared for English speaking people. Right. Like, but not even that. Trying to Google escape rooms in Taiwan was was a challenge in its own. Like you couldn't. Yeah. Because they weren't called escape rooms, right? So, and they have their own Chinese name. So, if you don't Google it by that, you couldn't find them at all. I remember we were walking in that like <laughs> small part of town, and then we saw a sign, like a small purple sign, and it said something about what was it? Like it's called like secret rooms. Yes, yeah, secret rooms. <laughs> the, tr- the exact the translation is secret rooms, and everything was in Chinese. So there there was nothing in English at all to tell you what the establishment is. Yeah, and we're just questioning. Well, we want to try one overseas, but is a secret room or escape room the same thing there as it is here? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, mm, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, actually, the rooms that my friend played in China, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially with the actors, he said there were points that you had to negotiate with them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, you were questioned by them, right? So clearly... That's, you have to use yeah. like a different language. Like not even like Cantonese won't even do it, right? It, it has to be, to be Mandarin. Mandarin. Oh, that would suck for yeah, us. Even. I know. Yeah. So I'm like, oh darn, I gotta brush up on my Mandarin. Yeah, it's like <laughs> mm, that's a little tough. Yeah. So hmm. But um yeah, what else did you guys do before escape rooms? I'm, I'm just trying to think. It's it's hard to We ate a lot. We went to restaurants a lot. Yeah. And that's kind of carried over to now when we do any kind of binging. I always say, okay, Ruby's planning all the food and I'll plan all the escape rooms. So here are pockets of time where we can find food. Good luck with Googling. But apart from when we do the escape binges, we don't do food anymore. Like we don't go out to try restaurants or research about new places. It's just, it's a lot of work. (laughs) It is. Mm. It is. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's better now with the, the internet and all those that's like fair. different pla- places where you can check reviews. And yes, whatnot. and with all the and articles coming up telling us where there's new things that we could try. I still haven't tried the cheese tart place, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just a little bit of background. <laughs> one of the things that we all like to do after escape rooms is do desserts, and that's one of the things that Ruby absolutely bonds with E4G because E4G <laughs> always does desserts after escape rooms. Yes. Yeah, we we always do that. Um, originally, it was to to find a place to debrief, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm finding lately that we actually 
don't talk about the escape room anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you just talk about other things. Yeah, we just go out. It's just habit. We don't even discuss are we going to go out. It's it's accepted. Yes, we're going to go out somewhere mm-hmm. after the room. Yeah. And um, yeah, I found the last few times we didn't even talk about the room. So <laughs> was it because the room weren't enjoyable or? No. Oh, no, we just <laughs> sat down, ordered, and then started chatting away. And nice. Yeah. So it's become it's become a ritual now. (laughs) So you mentioned that you were jealous of the binges that we do. If you could do a binge, where would you want to go? Oh gosh, that's (laughs) such a tough question. That is, Uh, some somewhere in Canada. How's that? Makes it a little bit more narrow. Uh, there's so many. I've heard of so many places that have good rooms, but mm-hmm. how many places have a lot of good rooms, mm-hmm. right? That's the yeah. hard part, right? I, I'm sure every city has like that one token room that's yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. And, then, and then the other ones are, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know. Because if I, if I were to go... <laughs> right it, yeah it better be worth my time because <laughs> I'm, I'm spending time away from my family and, and yeah if i were to go just to play rooms that were mediocre then that wouldn't be a good use of yeah, my time that's hmm. fair however we are thinking about going to boston Whoa. oh wow yeah because uh i want to try bodeborg yes uh five wits i already tried in buffalo okay. um but that's something else that's that's there as well mm-hmm. right oh when did you do five wits um hmm probably december i think oh wow, oh, wow. okay yeah it was a while ago yeah it was December is not that long ago. It's okay. <laughs> That's probably why you didn't hear me talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, I, I I can see how how that's attractive for families and yeah. and first timers. Speaking of first timers, that is very first timer friendly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, have you guys been? To no. Know? We keep we, wanting to go. Yeah, when we went to Buffalo, it was just like a week before they were going to open that. Oh, in the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. It was yeah. so sad. Oh no, let me tell you what's sad. So I get there <laughs> and I, I, I'm by myself. My family is somewhere in the mall. Yeah. And um, I, I asked the, the gentleman there, I'm like, can I play a room by myself? And he's like, no. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean, no? <laughs> I, I was like, okay. Um, he goes, yeah, you have to have a minimum of two people to, to play. And there were these two guys in the lobby thinking about it <laughs> yes yes oh, yes man. i did no so i was like hey are you guys uh thinking about playing and then they're like yes and i'm like can i join you guys <laughs> and they just looked at me strange and they're like which room do you want to play and i'm like i will play any room you play <laughs> it's like i just need someone to play with I play. <laughs> so um, yeah, so they reluctantly agreed. Uh, yeah, it was it was a bit awkward, just a little bit. But you know me, no shame. So um, so we went into play, and yeah, so I kind of <laughs> took over. Yes, you're my you're my alternate E4G here. So you're gonna be doing this, and you go do that. Give me this. Tell me when you find that. I'll be recording it. Guys, yes. I think they were they were just um 
There was probably a language barrier. Oh. Um, yeah, there's a lot of talking. Like, it's nice. It's a, a lot of, they, they do, they play more on setting up the um, atmosphere. They mm-hmm. give you a story, a little background, That's fancy, good. little fancy lighting thing and mm-hmm. whatever before you go in. And then you go in and you have to listen to, uh, the, the the one we went into, there was a princess that was like, oh, help me, blah, 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 reading the story. <laughs> yeah, and then they sort of hint at what you should do. And mm-hmm. they just stood there. Mm. And you know how that drives me crazy. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, you do that. You go there, you do this. And they were still kind of like, oh, okay. So they were standing in front of the chain and they didn't know what to do with the chain. I'm like, well, try things, right? Yeah. And yeah. So anyway, um, but what I was saying was why is it good for first timers is because mm-hmm. There's a time limit. Right. So after oh. a certain amount of time, if you haven't solved something, then um, they have these flashing lights. Yeah. <laughs> like, Open this lock here, right? Yeah. And and then they might just the trigger might unlock it for you. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so then you get to see at least the other parts of the room yeah. or the game. Yeah. So they okay. you, yeah, you have to go through regardless. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how their model works, right? Then they can have the next group yeah. come yeah. in right. and whatnot. But um, yeah, so anyway, they'll they'll clue you throughout. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's great for first timers. It's um, pretty family friendly. Okay. Um, not very like at least the room I played, it wasn't scary. Yeah. Um, it was very friendly. Even the dragon wasn't very scary. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was it was it's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just don't like to be hinted without asking for a hint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the hint comes no matter what. Even if you're solving it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, it, I, I think it's just timed. Mm-hmm. Oh. So as long as you haven't hit that spot by that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, there was a puzzle that we had to place these... Um, uh, objects? Objects into, like, certain spaces. You had to yeah. put it in a certain order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were working on it. And I think we're probably out of, like, the eight or so, maybe, like, two or three we had to fix up. Mm-hmm. And, and we were working on it. And then it started flashing you know, put the knight over here, right? No. And I'm like, oh, oh, stop telling me. <laughs> so, yeah, but anyway. Nice. Yeah. So for people who haven't played before, it's it's nice, right? So mm-hmm. you, you do progress through and you don't feel too badly about it. Yeah. yeah. And you, you feel like you're actually making progress. You might not even notice it's, it's because it's hinting you and you're you're making your way through, especially for first timers, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah especially for kids. I think um, they would really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because I, I didn't bring my eldest with me, which uh, after I played through, <laughs> I figured, okay, she, she could have gotten it. Don't know. Yeah. Aww. Oh, well. <laughs> could have played a different room with her. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we'll save that experience for next time. <laughs> I will be back. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, so that's the other reason for Boston. And Boston is, um, I want to go there for food. Oh. Yes. Yes. Their seafood apparently is very good. Mm. So um, they have a lot of uh, recommended restaurants. Yes. Oh, like what? I can't remember who. Somebody told me there was like, it might have been a Michelin restaurant and the dessert is just on the table. They like create a piece of art with the dessert onto the table. Okay. And then you eat it just like that. So nice. That sounds very interesting. Sounds expensive. It sounds expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, it's sometimes it's just the experience to try it once. Right. 
Yeah. That, you, that's what used, I say about escape rooms. We used to try really bad rooms <laughs> just because we wanted to see what the experience was like. And yeah. that was a lot of money wasted. You know, spent. Uh, just going back to Leader's point about um, not wanting to be guided sometimes for those bad rooms. Sometimes I wish that we were a little more guided so we could get out sooner. <laughs> it's like, I want to get out of here. Another one of those, I wish I knew those things before when we started. But mm-hmm. anyway... I don't know. I'm kind of bummed that I missed out on Toronto's <laughs> worst, room <laughs> worst room ever. Yeah. Uh, you Didn't know you buy a Groupon for it? No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Actually, when my friend was here visiting from Hong Kong, he, uh-huh. he really wanted to go. Just to see it? <laughs> yeah, but we, we couldn't fit it into to the schedule. The schedule. Yeah. And so later, after I learned that it closed down, I, I texted him. I'm sorry, he missed it. It's and you'll never down. get to yeah, see yeah. it. Like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah, I'm sure another one will pop up. <laughs> I'm certain. I mean, I think back to like some of our very first experiences, and I really wonder if I had the knowledge, knowing what I know now, going back to play those games, would I have been as upset or considered that the worst at the time because we didn't really know how to critique things especially when we started just because you know escape it uh, one of the first ones in the gta was really awesome because it's really uh, the first one and then the first time we run into a room with a trap door we're like hey Wow, these things have multiple rooms. Yes. Yeah, yes. but I think even at the beginning, we did have one or two rooms that we really didn't like. Like the Mario room. The Mario room was terrible. Um, even at Escape at the wine cellar, we did not enjoy. Because there were things broken and things were missing and we couldn't solve puzzles because... Was it also because Dee was holding stuff in his hands? No, there were pegs <laughs> on the wall missing and the pegs were, were a part of the room that was required to solve puzzles. Yeah. So that we understood that made the experience bad. And at that time, I think we had less than 10 rooms in, under our belt. Mm-hmm. So you still recognize like bad things like that. Reset problems or tech problems or missing ish, missing clues, missing items. But I just think we may have been more forgiving at that point because yes. it's like... I agree. You're within your first 10 or something. It's like, okay, well, you know, one out of the first five was bad. The rest have been fun. We're going to keep still doing these things. I guess. But now, if a first-timer starts now, they also have better choices and more choices to to go from versus what we had because mm. we were very limited. Yes. There was like maybe very two, limited. three facilities and that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm much more of a diva right now <laughs> than I was when I started. <laughs> Roll my eyes a lot more. Shake it's my like, head a lot more. It's like this again. Yeah. Oh, you need feedback? Sorry, we got to go to dessert. We don't have time for this. Sorry, we got to (laughs) go. That's right. (laughs) (sighs) Let me out of here. Don't waste my time. (laughs) Yeah, I think our next trip, I would like to do a trip to the States. It would be nice. Like where? Well, if we're doing like a mix of food and, and escapes, then... Los Angeles. Oh, Los oh. Angeles would be a great place to hit. <laughs> yeah. Right? But then a weekend would not be enough. It absolutely would not be enough. No, it wouldn't be enough. So, yeah, that's a bit harder. And we also run into that problem that Leader ran into in Buffalo. We may need to find people to play with, too. That's very true. Yeah, and that's the trouble with traveling and doing escape rooms. Mm-hmm. It's trying to find groups that also want to do it that haven't done it already. Mm-hmm. Like, you 
ping the escape room enthusiast group, it's like, who hasn't done it? It's like crickets because everybody who's in that room or that area group has yeah. already yeah. done it. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to travel in groups like we do. <laughs> well, that's that's hard. I mean, like even Errol and Man Pans, they can't go everywhere, too. That's fair. And that's- we just have to find people who are willing to go. Maybe we should just hop on that Boston Boston trip. <laughs> hey, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll see how what what comes out of that. That's um, it's penciled into the schedule, mm-hmm. so we'll see. So, did you book any escape rooms for that area, or are you kind of looking into that at this point? Yeah. So I, oh, you, okay. I started a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I started a spreadsheet. I started listing. Um, actually, I leached off my friend's spreadsheet. So uh, different touristy things we can do, mm-hmm. restaurants to hit, yeah. um, escape rooms we might want to try. So I, I've started listing those things out. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, my friend from Hong Kong might be flying over for that trip as well. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. So he actually wants to do an annual thing. He's like, oh, let's just pick a city every year and, and do this big <laughs> and thing. And hit it. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I got He's got a lot of time and money. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And he also has his own business. So oh, time's okay. a lot more flexible for him. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I totally would. I totally would. <laughs> Except like Carol says, rotten kids. <laughs> and yours are young so yeah that's a little hard yeah a little hard yeah but um yeah there's there are a lot of cities i'd like to go to mm-hmm. yeah but in north america or yeah north america and then europe sounds amazing mm, as true. well yes yeah europe's a bit further <laughs> yeah to travel I mean, Europe's supposed to be like immersion central, so that's the perfect spot for man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She would. Oh my, she's gonna come back and not be able to do any escape room here ever again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? There's no story. This isn't a story. You call that a story? <laughs> Actually, like whenever people come from like overseas, and not particularly the states, I don't feel bad when I recommend rooms to them, but I typically feel bad when people come from Asia and do really good rooms or from Europe and do really good rooms and they're like what are some really good rooms to do in Toronto and it's like well now that I've ha- tried some other rooms in like the states and you know just outside of Ontario mm-hmm. it, it's it's like okay are, we have decent rooms but I don't know what you're going to think when you come and do it so that's why you know Kesselum is one of those ones that we try to recommend. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always thinking, okay, well, then there's Escape from the Six, there's Crypto, there's Omniscape, but Omniscape's kind of around the world around as the world, well. Yeah. So, But I think it's a different experience at each each location of Omniscape, and they don't all have the same games either, right? Right, right, right. So, yeah. For example, uh, I was speaking to David Spira, and they have an Omniscape in New York. Mm-hmm, and right. he was saying that the... What room was it? I think it was the virus room. He was saying that it was one of the... It wasn't such a great room, but he. Oh. I think he did a room here, and he said that the quality was much better, or better upkeep. Oh, So, but was it the same game, or...? Uh, no, a different game. But just in general, the quality in Omniscape has a different feel mm-hmm. in New York oh, versus okay. here. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to travel and see the chains because you'll see the difference. The The management style may be different. The way that they present their games are different. And definitely some of the puzzles are, are more 
cater to the locale, right? So it makes a difference, even though it, it may be franchised. I guess also how long it's been around. That's right? true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it was built like long, long ago when it was okay to just put, you know, <laughs> a few padlocks here, a few puzzles there, and boom, room. There but you if go. they survive this long with like the with so much competition coming up, I would think that they would change their games to follow the trends better or oh, they better to, yeah yeah because otherwise they wouldn't survive mm-hmm. right yeah that's true but yeah thinking about to like the year one games that we did in toronto a lot of those companies that have did, closed yeah they're closed yeah. like the single room with lock boxes yep. you don't see those anymore mm-hmm. really in the city you see them more in like smaller cities on the outskirts of mm-hmm. like the gta um but yeah they haven't really come across any more of those lately there's still some some single rooms i think but they're they're much much more immersive the set design is better and they're usually like in the downtown core where there's less space i think Mm -hmm. right yeah Mm -hmm. because you don't have much you don't have much uh (laughs) space when you're you're downtown like financial district or you know core right oh but don't get me wrong yeah like single rooms are okay if they're Mm -hmm. done right Right. oh yeah like have you done deadly grounds Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that was a really good example at panic factory their deadly grounds room was a really good single room that was amazing and the thing is we've been in that space like three times at this point yes we've played all the games in that space like we have a gopro of like the christmas room krampus the krampus room and then we did the room that was before that which was a seasonal room called feed the beast where Mm, you had to feed quarters yeah it was very cute it was good it was good yeah and they get better each time they redo that room. <laughs> yeah, and Panic Factory, they just actually re- expanded. So they're actually mm-hmm. building more rooms. Ooh, which is awesome. Yeah. And, and redoing some of their old ones too. Like yeah. uh, I was speaking to Ray, one of the owners, and he was saying that they rejigged parts of room 501. Okay. That's like their first oh, okay. room. So yeah. they're making that better. And... Uh, they're going to redo termin, uh, not terminist, <laughs> termination. <Terminator>. Or termination. <laughs> yeah, Nick and Ray also worked with us on terminus. If uh, you want to hear Errol talk a lot about that, you can email him <laughs> or just listen to that previous episode. Yeah, yeah, we're traveling farther now because <laughs> you're running out of stuff to do in the city. It's, yes, mm-hmm. yes. It's it's tough though because we. Um, since we all have, well, we all have kids. Um, it's it's tough, right? Because we yeah. have to wait till our kids are in bed, and then we we go to so get babysitters and whatnot. Um, yeah. So usually we don't leave here until like eight p.m. or something. Oof. So if you go somewhere far, um, the farthest we've got now is Hamilton, I guess. Yeah, I okay. was amazed. You guys are like, do you want to go to Hamilton? Like, when are you guys leaving? It's like <laughs> I thought eight? you guys went to Burlington. No. Well, yeah. Hamilton's further. Hamilton's further than Burlington. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was about a one-hour okay. drive. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's dedication. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, well, we're running out, right? So, yeah. It's you, like, what can you do? Yep. So, that's why I was like, yeah, what did I do before escape rooms? There, there, <laughs> there was something we did before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hard to think back and imagine life without escape rooms, although we are running low now and... I guess we're just home more. And we do play board games more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we have our 
diabetes awareness board game nights where we're I don't think no, it's no, called no, awareness. I, it's I, just I, diabetes. I, I changed the oh, name. Right. Oh, remember? It's called E3C. <laughs> Was it eat chips, candy, and chocolate? That's right. The three Aww. C's. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we need like a pie chart with all like those things. This is how much you should be eating at each game event. So I think we fail at that every time. Yeah. <laughs> We try, we try. Yes, I have lots and lots of sweets left, so we gotta we gotta work harder on that. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, filling in the time with like escape rooms. Uh, just thinking back, because we were always in spurts that, you know, when we started, we had we thought we had a lot to do. Maybe two facilities. We did all the rooms, and then we're looking for more to do, and then. We ran out of rooms again, and that's kind of what also started the blog to, I guess, slow things down a bit because, mm-hmm. hey, we're still kind of involved in it. We're still kind of talking about it, but we started to kind of review them, and that's yeah. kind of how the podcast started, too, because... I think the podcast was more so we just wanted to talk about them. Well, Errol probably wanted to talk about it, like, hey, <laughs> He needed a new venture. (laughs) How did you guys get started with your blog? Um, Yeah, it was it was pretty random. It was just like I, um, Janet, I, I, she said she likes to um, do Sudoku, so I'm like, okay, so you like puzzles, so therefore you might like escape rooms. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good deduction. So I'm like, hey, you want to try an escape room? And I think at the time she tried one um, and I had played one or something. And then we're like, oh, okay, let's go together. And I'm like, four is probably a better number to, to play instead of two. Yeah. So she's like, oh, okay. And we're trying to find mutual friends. And then, yeah, ended up, we gathered the four of us and we went to, oh, I'm trying to think the first room we played. It was Trapped, I think. Oh. Yes. Trapped okay. Uptown? Trapped, yes. Uptown. Um, It was death note i think that we played and it was weird because the four of us don't normally hang out together but in that room we found that we worked really well together oh and uh, yeah in previous like and and since then i played with other people before then i've played with other people and i found it, it just didn't click like it did for the four of us yeah so like oh we can do this again so i think we booked <laughs> a room for like the week after <laughs> And, uh, yeah, oh, this is really fun. We're kind of addicted. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but in the search for rooms, yeah. mm-hmm. we, we were like, well, there's, there isn't really, um, a, how shall I say it? Not a database? Not, yeah, it, it, was, it was hard to find reviews, mm-hmm. right? Like if you go on, yeah, there's always the Yelp or, or whatever yeah. review. But it's the always Google like reviews. one or two. There, there wasn't many. Yeah, and you... And you get the extremes, right? You mm. People who are going to leave reviews, either they really, really hated it or they really, really loved it. That's yeah. true. Right? And, yeah. and that's all they focus on, right? Um, and you don't know how many of those people are friends with the owners, if yeah. they're raving about it, yeah. or if they have something against the owner and <laughs> they're trashing the place. Yeah. So, right. yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also noticed that there weren't any Chinese language Yep reviews out mm-hmm. there yeah um so and there still isn't apart from yours <laughs> yeah so we're like okay so maybe we should do this mm-hmm. um and yeah so that's pretty much how it started mm-hmm. um we are very behind in our reviews. 
it, it takes a lot of time. It does. Yes. It, it does. It is so hard. Like, I don't know how you keep up with him. Like, that's that's amazing. Uh, well, I look at it like marathon running, but you probably know more <laughs> about that than me. If you don't already know, Leader runs 10K As in the morning for, runs. Yeah, for breakfast. <laughs> and then she'll go for other runs at night for fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing about reviewing it. Like, in the history that we've been doing escape rooms, like, the first thing that I tried to look for was somebody who was doing reviews. And the first one I found was this, I forget his name now, Escapist. Escapist. Escapist to you? Yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And I'm like, hey, somebody's actually doing this. And as we were doing rooms and we started to find more rooms, I'm like, hey, he's not covering everything. Is is he Has getting he gone around? to them? Yeah, like, what's happening? And as we started to do it, when it hit to year one, I was still really into it because, you know, there were a lot more rooms. Everything was changing. Everything was evolving. It was exciting. Year two, it was getting a bit tiring. Not a lot of rooms to do. We had to travel more to do rooms. Year three was, oh, okay. So Errol has another project he wants to do. Yeah. We got to do the podcast. I still got to catch up on all these other reviews and it, it it's really a marathon run to do it. But yeah, I, I try to find pockets of time, but I'm, I'm falling behind. Like it you're starting other so projects. <laughs> it's so hard. Mm-hmm. And, and how, like how many ways can you say something without saying anything? Exactly. Yeah. That's the hardest part. It's like, there are all these exciting this? things, but this puzzle may confuse you <laughs> three out of five it, it, yeah it, it is so hard right you you want to say something is amazing but you can't say why mm-hmm. yeah you want to say something is horrible and you can't say why mm-hmm. um all the elements that that make an escape room amazing like a secret trap door you can't talk about um <laughs> yeah you're right it's uh, like oh, how well hidden it was a surprise actor in the room you can't talk about that like everything's a spoiler Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like there's only so many ways you can say yeah this room is amazing or this room is not so amazing uh because i can't tell you why (laughs) but here's the thing when people review like books and movies they actually do spoilers they tell you exactly what happens where the plot twists are so why don't people do that for escape rooms Mm, well i mean for the same reason (laughs) well the trouble is even when giving recommendations people may ask is it multi-room but the thing is if you tell them it's multi-room you're probably going to give away that spoiler exactly there's a trap door there so it's a multi-room you get told that sometimes when you go to uh, a venue right they will tell you oh so make sure you to time yourself properly because after this room you're still going to have like two more you get told that nowadays a lot well probably because of owners discovering that people aren't figuring out their puzzles so it's like oh yeah so uh if you've been struggling on that sudoku for a while uh you probably should call for a hint (laughs) (laughs) well they also don't know if we're first timers right and they just want the first timers to be able to experience the whole room i don't know i I find owners are able to sniff us out and probably e4g out when they see us it's like "Mm -hmm, okay yep click twice to do your directional lock yeah yeah okay we know that next next sometimes we we're patient and we just stand there and listen no no i think so no (laughs) i can see you like on your phone like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh (laughs) uh-huh i have work to do (laughs) (laughs) yeah they probably hear me rolling my eyes (laughs) (laughs) yeah um 
Yeah, it's 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 really tough, and it's it's time consuming, right? Because you can't. It's not a cookie cutter thing. Yeah. No, it's definitely just, not. Yeah, right. Every experience is different, and mm-hmm. and you want to convey that somehow to the reader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to be objective. Yeah. You don't want to come across as like, oh, I didn't like this because I just don't like those things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I really appreciate. Um, like for example, David Spira's reviews. Yes, he right? he's been at it for a long while. <laughs> That's, those are amazing, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he he does say a lot. Yeah. Right, but he doesn't spoil it, right? Yeah. And that that's an art. It really is an art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I find like for me, it's like I, I'm staring at the screen for the longest time. <laughs> I finally bang out a sentence, and then I'm like, no, 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 and I erase erase it all. No, oh, no. Yeah, it's it's very tough. Yeah, for me, I changed my format a couple of times. At first, I did have ratings. And then I'm like, well, if I have ratings, then I have to justify ratings too. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to short form it and point form this. But even that was hard over time because then all my point forms just kind of became the same. And I'm like, <laughs> how do I differentiate this review in point form from the other review in point form? And it it just got really dry. So... But yeah, as I said, marathon running. And it kind of shows because, I mean, between us, I mean, E4G and my blog, EGR, um, we're probably some of the longest standing ones because, again, Escapist TO, he was around, but he kind of dropped out in year two. But he also works for Escape Rooms. Yeah, now he's uh, a point of interest site to look for deals. (laughs) Right. Oh, he he has that deal thing. Right. Yeah, he was really good at being a detective and finding new rooms and finding the deals. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. He always found like the Groupons and and uh, when people were having specials. Mm-hmm. But that is a good take, you know, like to break away from writing the reviews, you do a little something else. It kind of breaks up your marathon. Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, yeah, going back thinking there was another guy who was pretty big think around year one to year two and they were starting were to they brothers was it that yeah one? yeah yeah escape reviewer uh-huh. they were around and they were trying to build a map like this massive map of like the entire world mm, and then I eventually they had an app and i don't know what happened after that because it just kind of folded so it yeah they were like really a lot of promoting places, it yeah a lot and of then, took and it and then yeah it somehow just dropped off <laughs> and but toronto didn't take it i think i saw i think we saw it in other cities yeah especially now one of the brothers was based in ottawa and ah, okay. uh, that's, that's where, where there were a lot of, hmm, how do I put this, featured escape rooms. There were a lot more featured escape rooms in Ottawa versus <laughs> their their entire list of escape rooms. Like mm-hmm. you'd see these rooms that we did in Ottawa as well. Right. And they were like in their top 10 or something. They're like, hey, why are they in mm. the top 10? Oh, actually, Ottawa is another place that I wanted to go to. Oh. Um. <laughs> I wanted to go because there is the Ottawa Marathon that goes on in May. <laughs> oh. And I thought, okay, well, if I'm there, might as well do escape rooms. But I'll run I've a marathon and then do I've an escape room. <laughs> that my running friends are not very good escape room friends. Because <laughs> when we went to Disney in 2016, right. I tried to pull the same trick. I'm like, hey, we're all here. Why don't we go play <laughs> escape rooms, right? Because there are some that were... Probably about a 10, 20 minute drive from Disney World. That's not bad. Yeah. So I thought, okay, you know, we just get the kids in bed and then, <laughs> you know, one one person from every couple can come out and play. <laughs> Great idea, right? Apparently not. Aw. 
They're like, oh, we're kind of tired and oh. we have to wake up early the next morning and da 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 da. So I'm like, that's never stopped me before. <laughs> it's like, I, sleep, what is sleep? I, I've gone out with E4G until like one or two and then, yeah. and then wake up at five the next morning to go for a run. Mm. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so, anyway, so yes, so that plan fell flat no yeah so i'm like ah ottawa i'd have to i'd have to drag e4g over there mm-hmm. yes well one good thing is um escape manor from ottawa is actually opening in toronto oh yes that's right yes. when is that happening they were talking about it for a while now according to my friends that go buy it every day because of the of the either bus or streetcar and also my co-workers that live across the street apparently said that they are progressing okay and there's definitely lots of signage and labeling saying like it's coming so they're one of the bigger companies in ottawa yes. right? yeah so basically escape manor has eaten up two or three companies yes. in ottawa itself mm-hmm. expanded to cornwall and somewhere else and now moving are, to toronto are they the ones that run the defen bunker yes one? yes or? yes so and they they're the only facility that serves alcohol yeah. oh alcohol <laughs> yeah. that was like probably the only interesting thing for me about escape manor personally like they have nice set design but their puzzles uh, well we'll see if they have any improvement when they come here the interesting thing is uh, after we played them the last time they started to hire certain some designers to design their games oh. um they did uh buy a game from if you remember red button rooms oh oh yes red yes they call themselves the pop-up right Is that yeah the, yeah the one they call themselves a pop-up and they were in a really nice like marketing building mm-hmm. or something right mm-hmm. right so yeah, they yeah. bought that game and they oh. they made changes to it and made it their own wow so yeah it'd be if, interesting to see yeah yeah that was fun. I remember that was that yeah. Was a yeah. Good it was a good room. There were yeah. surprises and interesting things in that one. The designer Mike really put a lot of work into it. I remember he was probably in a beta process for at least three months. Wow! Before we actually got to play it, and That's we were dedication. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really smooth for a first game. Like mm-hmm. usually, when owners come out with like a game, it you expect it to be rough around the edges. But yeah, you could tell that this game had gone through a lot of iterations already. And he had that algorithm for ranking people. Um, it was it was based on your t- finish time and how many hints you you took. <laughs> <laughs> he had some funky algorithm yeah. that yeah. Um, the reason we got into discussion was I think because at the time that we played when mm-hmm. E4G played, we were the fastest no hint team. Oh, oh wow. So there were teams that were faster than us, but they took hints. Uh, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, so he, I, I think at that time he was trying to explain, yeah, that there, this is how I rank. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I was like, wow, put so much thought into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I, think, I think that was the room that Errol had the walkie or one of the first rooms that Errol had oh. the walkie and then it was under his sweater on the no, chair. No. I think it was in the pocket of his sweater and then he right. took off his sweater and left it, and we're all like, <laughs> where's the walkie? I don't know. Who had the walkie? I don't know. Where's the walkie? We need a hint. Oh, no. We don't know what we're doing and we're searching for the walkie instead of searching for <laughs> stuff to do. It was, just, it was terrible. Classic Errol. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I, I'm guilty of um, pocketing something. I actually brought a walkie home with me. <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah we're at dessert 
And I sat down. I was like, oh, what is this? And then and then I took it. It was the walkie. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I've pocketed eye masks. Yeah, I've done that one before. <laughs> but oh. it, it still doesn't top Errol. So, Pocketing uh, the whole thing. Yeah, so it was actually adventure rooms in kitchener it was their original room so one of the first rooms in in ontario i was almost going to say canada but they were actually the second facility open in canada and errol uh, the final thing that we're supposed to get to is this diamond this paperweight okay. one of those like plastic kind yeah. of dollar or store glass diamonds. yeah no i think it was a glass one it was heavy yeah glass. and errol pocketed it and then we're at a restaurant later. He's like, oh, what's this? It's like, you took their diamond. Oh, oh. no. It wasn't like uh, like a vital piece. Like, you well, don't need it to thing- solve anything. Yeah, but you, you just need it to. It was kind of like the prop that of prize, right? But, yeah. But they didn't notice that when they were resetting the room? I guess we walked out too fast for them to realize. Because oh, we no. did have back-to-back rooms at that time. So... What actually happened was later in that day, so we did that room, we went to the restaurant, we did another room, and then we came back to Adventure Rooms at the end of the day. I think we did call them when we were at the restaurant to tell them we had it. And we we were gonna I think so. I remember us calling Mm. them or Errol calling them and then we told them we had it, but we were coming back and they said, Okay, that's okay, just bring it back when you come back. So I guess they had a spare. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Errol's probably not the first person. Yeah, (laughs) I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, because when I, yeah, I, I pocketed the walkie-talkie and, yeah, I called the, the place. But they had already, I think they were already closed. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, That's we played so the bad. latest game. So, yeah. anyway, um, but they were, yeah, they still answered and they said, yeah, just bring it back the next day. So mm. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They yeah. didn't ban me from going there again, so that's always good. We've had people pocket a lot of things when we had Terminus and when we did the wedding and we did. Oh, I'm guilty of that, too. Yeah, we had so many. We had so many cards missing when we did our speakeasy game, so we made sure we had lots of sets because certain cards were like playing cards were vital to our game. And every time we reset, I'm like, "Where'd those cards go?" So we'd be scrambling, going to our our leftovers to make sure we had enough. And it's like, why do people keep stealing these stupid cards? But if you do like Errol's puzzles, again, <laughs> as I said, he is having, or he's taking part, It's I think it's the previous episode to this, Yes, uh, he's doing the Cryptex puzzle hunt, and if you like doing harder puzzles, you're probably going to like this as well. You're in for a treat. Yeah, <laughs> and we use treat with quotes here. <laughs> but yeah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. We we tried um, E4G. We we tried his puzzle hunt, the the one from mm. right, yeah, like right, right. it was way over. Um, but he still had it. Um, yeah, he still had it up. Yeah, yeah, it was still available to play. Mm. So we we're like, ah, yeah, we'll try it, and um, we really enjoyed it. Oh. Nice. Yeah. You guys might win a Cryptex this time. Yay! Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, the the I think is. Did they say 8 p.m. or something that it's going to release? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, that's not going to work. No, <laughs> but then they were saying like the the one that's real and made with stone. Stone. That one is like the, the grand grand prize. But then he mentioned that he'll have replicas of that one for other players to still win. Yeah, oh, yeah there'll be a draw. After. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's so really it's still nice. very possible. You know, the hardest part, even if you win... <laughs> 
is who of the E4G gets the cryptex? <laughs> they will share it. They will they will time share it. Like a Stanley Cup kind of thing. It's like, okay, it's in my house for this week. Next week is yours, but only for a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't think, yeah, I don't think we'd have a problem with that. Yeah. We're pretty good at sharing. We still haven't got the cryptex that Justin gave to the divas. Yeah, it's still never been in our house. And same with the games. What games? Um, the new cat game. What was it called? Oh, <laughs> the bear Exploding game. Exploding kittens and then the fuzzy bear bears game. Bears versus babies. babies. Ah, yes. Yeah, bears yeah, versus yeah. babies. I've never played that. Well, go bug Errol later. <laughs> <laughs> so are there any games in Toronto that you're itching to do right now? Hmm. I basically anything new. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? That's a very broad statement. Well, okay. No, yeah, we are a bit picky, but like I said, I we we were like, okay, that that horrible Toronto's worst escape room. Um, we were like, no, no, we're we're not going to do it. That's <laughs> that's a waste of time and money. But then now that it's gone, it's like, oh, maybe we should have gone into just to, to see it. Yeah, just to see how, how bad. <laughs> bad it was, how horrible. I mean, I, we listened to your podcast and mm. we're like, oh, that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure I would have got very very frustrated in that (laughs) um yeah yeah. i don't think i've been driven to the point where i've cursed in a room yet so maybe that would oh really (laughs) i've come close i've come (laughs) close but i i still haven't hit the breaking point for that yet (laughs) so yeah i there's um there, there were there, there have been a few new rooms popping up in in the GTA. So we played a couple of those. Um, not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there. No, we're. I think we're just at that point where we're trying to because we go twice um, a month, and then we try to do more than one room at the places we go to. Mm-hmm. So we're running out. So basically, I think at this point, it's just like anything that <laughs> we'll jump on it, right? Yeah. So I see, um, like, Omescape, their new one is coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's coming out soon. So That would be nice. Um, right? Looking Glass has the new one. We played mm-hmm. that. Um, Did you guys play the one? Breakout had a new one. We yes. played that. Okay. Like, yeah, so it's basically anytime we hear news of a new room, and <laughs> it's just like, oh, gotta go. Mm. Gotta go to that one. But doesn't that feel like we've come back full cycle to when we first didn't have many escape rooms to go to and we were just searching and searching and waiting for another one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're waiting for E4G to have a podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in Chinese and English. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean, Toronto is, um, it's, it's interesting. Like, like Mike, you mentioned, like people will come and, and they'll be mm. like, Oh, the Toronto, it's like this, this escape room yeah. hub, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it does have a certain reputation outside of, um, this area, but mm-hmm. yeah, if you're talking about comparing like, Oh, is it, is there something that's really amazing that mm-hmm. would draw people to Toronto? Mm-hmm. I don't, think so other than castle loma mm-hmm. right yeah. and and that's more because it's in a castle yeah mm-hmm. it's not so much the game itself <laughs> yeah right the game's not bad right no the games um, aren't bad no. yeah but you know it's it's not 
um, like there's certain rooms like in, in Los Angeles that you yeah. hear about mm-hmm. or um, like, yeah, right. There are certain places that you'll hear, Oh, I want to go to that city for yeah. that particular yeah. room. Mm-hmm. And even though you might've seen it, cause they, some of them, they have playthroughs posted on, on like YouTube or, or some sort of television that's mm-hmm. covered it. Mm-hmm. Even though you see all these secrets, you still want to go see this room and do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we have that here. So, no. yeah, but we do oh, have yes. a lot of we do have a lot of rooms. We yeah. have a lot yeah. of rooms, yes, so. and not all bad rooms. <laughs> and yeah, mm. maybe maybe what we should do is come up with a list of all the worst rooms that we've done. So it just you know, <laughs> if then you're ever they can, here, <laughs> then they can figure out all the good rooms after that. So it's like, okay, these are the rooms you definitely want to avoid, or do it if you're feeling like punishing yourself. But yeah, if you just have money to blow, yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in where Lagtio gets their source yes. for the top ten rooms. That's 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 the killer very, for us. Yeah, like strange. The, the, yeah, it seems very when yeah random when, when you see mystery room pop up there in like yeah. four separate articles. You wonder who the hell's really writing this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, like if if you said the writer likes a certain kind of room, I'm not seeing that. Yeah. That trend. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or that pattern, sorry. Yeah. So it just seems like they picked names out of a hat and threw them all there. So if you were to write a blog TO article, what would you say top five. five in Toronto? What would you most likely recommend to somebody visiting? Oh, that's tough. See, whenever people ask me for recommendations, I end up throwing like 10 questions at them. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same. Right? Because I'm like, people will come, oh, g- give me a room to play. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, how many people are playing? What's the level of the people playing? What's the age of the people playing? Right. Do they like scary themes? Mm-hmm. Are they okay with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and are there going to be children? Are mm-hmm. there... Um, how far are you willing to drive? Does it have to be TTC accessible? <laughs> right, right, yeah. Right, right. Um, like there are so many questions to to ask. Mm-hmm. So, um, but here's the thing: Blogteal doesn't recommend a room; it recommends a facility. So that kind of gives you a bit of a bigger choice too, right? Because a facility may have a scary and non-scary room. But it could have family-friendly and non-family-friendly. Or good rooms and terrible rooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, right? When you recommend a facility, facility, like there are certain rooms within the facility that might be good, and then there are ones that are not so good. So no, that's definitely it's hard. fair. It's hard yeah. to... It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Like very generally speaking, I would probably um, recommend Casaloma. Again, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's also friendly for people do who don't like if they are traveling, right? Mm-hmm. If they don't have a, a large group to play with, they can yep. just play with other people. It is public transit accessible. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, although my experience with playing with randoms, well, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. a whole other can of worms, but. Yeah, so that's not preferred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, actually, that's how we met you guys, right? We played Casa Loma. That that's was the very right. first game. We did game. the tower together. Yes. Right. Is that the first game? Yeah, yeah, it was the very first game that we played together. Yeah, I mean, we were Felt talking. Like we did something before that. No, we were talking before, going back and forth, and mm. then we saw them, and they were just loading up on candy before we are playing. I'm like, oh, these guys are intense. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, we were. We were standing outside, and I remember holding the bag of gummies, and we we're just passing it between the four of us. I don't remember that part. I remember yeah. being in the tower. And there was a lot of Chinese being thrown around. I'm like, oh, I've never had Chinese in a room. <laughs> that was a first. Yes. Yeah. I think I might have scared a few of your team members, Mike. No, it's, it's okay. We don't play with them anymore. <laughs> they all had kids. <laughs> and they're probably scared. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, Who is that woman <laughs> screaming at everybody? Um. So, yeah, there's that. Um, Home Escape is always a safe choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are certain rooms that. Yeah. 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 Need some improvement. Mm -hmm. The older rooms, especially. Yeah. The new facility is great. Yeah. Um, And then. Well, Escape Games is popular, it seems. Mm -hmm. They they do have a huge. um, They have a huge following. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's a big facility. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Um and they have a variety of a variety of themes mm-hmm. so uh, and a variety of difficulty levels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really hard. It's really hard to choose like the best, right? Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Um, because the best for you might not be the best for someone else. Yeah, so it's just I always hard. recommend Looking Glass to families. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great for that. Um, actually, a few families that I've recommended there, they really enjoyed it. They brought their kids along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I still haven't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not brave enough to do that. It's just like. Oh no! You've done all the escape mazes now. After the enthusiast day, that's right. That's Never right. mind. <laughs> yeah, escape maze was very fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was um, that was an enjoyable day. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- so that was my binge. Oh, right. 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 I, right. I did. Right. I did six rooms that day. I think. Wow, yeah. six. That's a lot. Yeah, six right, plus did. the outdoor. Outdoor adventure. Our LARPing. Yes. Oh, no, I did take oh, right, right. in the LARPing. We did yes. do the other outdoor I was thing, playing right. more rooms while you guys were LARPing. Yes. <laughs> that was use chaotic. Um, that, that, yeah, that was lots of fun. And then we met other enthusiasts mm-hmm. and other owners. And um, yes, so uh, it, yeah, different places I'd recommend for different things. Yeah. Just like sure. Errol's always says, oh, yeah, Maze, if you want something harder or whatever, yeah. Maze is a good place to go to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It's really hard to, to choose favorites. Escape from the Six we really enjoyed, mm-hmm. but not everyone is willing to drive out there. To Mississauga, yeah. yeah. Right. Unless they're in Mississauga. Yeah. 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 And even further is Confundrum, Twisted Woods, mm-hmm. and Burlington. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah. Burlington. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When people hear that, they're like, what? Yeah. yeah. It's like, why would I go there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not even that. They look at me like, why would you go there? Like, why would you drive that far to play an escape room? Like, That's when mad? I recommend that there's a great brunch place called Spencer's on the waterfront. <laughs> but they go at like 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> you can have dinner there. It's a spectacular view. <laughs> at night? Yeah. Okay. You can see the water and they have all the lights up in the little pond that's in front of them. The whole building's glass. It's it's really beautiful. Okay. You well, can make a we, we need to go back there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Panic Factory is great. Yes. yes right? Absolutely. Um yeah. great experience every time we go there. And yeah, but again it's it's a little far for, mm-hmm. for people it's on who the east end, yeah. Um in this area. So it's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. You don't always have people who are willing to drive. Even <laughs> if I tell them it's great, it's great. 
So thanks so much, Leader, for joining us today. Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a lot more, well, it's fun without Errol and Man Pants. (laughs) (laughs) Without the snarky comments. (laughs) Or the constant trolling or the, yeah, Errol being Errol. (laughs) Okay, take us out. Room Escape Divas is brought to you by Inverse Genius. You can go to inversegenius.com to find other fun podcasts just like this one. You can also email us at roomescapedivas at gmail.com and find our... Stop it! And find our page on Facebook and click the like button. If you are using Twitter, you can use the hashtag redivas. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye! Oh boy, oh boy, it's almost time for the con. I can't wait to do these escape rooms, play the role-playing games, the board games, show off all these cool new coding games. Shush! Yeah, that's the one. No, shush! We're in a library, sir. We most certainly are. It's ShushCon, a games and geekery convention held in Polly's Island, South Carolina at the Walker Monarch Branch Library, March 23rd, 24th, and 25th. It's the best value for gaming in the Carolinas. We'll have the new board game hotness. You know, the good stuff. Classic and indie RPGs, so we'll have Dread, Call of Cthulhu, Trail of Cthulhu, Paranoia, Savage Worlds, and Dread. Organized play events like D&D, Pathfinder Society, and Shadowrun. As well as War Machine Hordes, Iron Arena, and Steamroller events. Video games like the Jackbox Party Pack, Artemis, Overwatch Land Party, and a Hearthstone Fireside Gathering. We're a tavern! Woohoo! And we're going to have escape room games and custom-made escape rooms. We'll also be hosting a magic draft. And in the finest tradition of ShoshCon, we will have a tea party and tea tasting. So we'll have a variety of tasty teas for you to taste and tickle your tonsils. Taste tea? Oh. We will also record segments for On Board Games, On RPGs, and the Games in Schools and Libraries podcast. So you could be on air if you show up here. We're also going to host our library and trade day again. But this time, we're going to be talking about coding and coding activities for libraries. So if you're a librarian, show up. We're going to focus on coding to play and playing with code. That's March 23rd, starting at 10 a.m. and going until 1 p.m. on that Friday, where we're just going to break out the code and show you how you can bring code into your library in the geekiest way possible. And then, of course, you can stay and play games, games, games. And that's part of the Libraries Ready to Code grant that we just received. Look, that's all good and well, but this is a library. I need you to take it down a couple notches. Oh, yes. Uh, so, ShushCon, March 23rd, 24th, and 25th, Polly's Island, South Carolina. Best value in gaming for all the Carolinas. Because it's free. Join us and have fun. Shush. No. ShushCon. <laughs>